It is exactly 26 minutes after 8 o'clock as we enter our Thought Leader Thursday. This is something that we do every single Thursday. We speak to amazing and accomplished people on their views on certain topics. We also touch on their backgrounds and get inspired and learn a little bit more. Tonight, our guest is Ms. Tambu Ndoro. Uh, Tambu Zai Ndoro is a program manager of Women's Economic and Social Advancement, otherwise known as WESA, at the Grasha Michelle Trust. She's also led strategy reviews. She's a, a serial entrepreneur as well as author of In the Sunken Galley, Memoirs of a Restaurateur. And uh, she's also served as a part-time lecturer for financial accounting at the Women's University in Africa in 2012. Welcome to you, Ms. Nora. Great to have you this evening on Metro FM Talk. You seem to be all about women. Tell us about that, especially the empowerment of women. Good evening, Tommy, and good evening to your viewers. Thank you again for creating this platform um, for us to, to come and share um, the work that we are doing. So, so tell us about the Women's University um, in, in Africa. That sounds quite interesting. Oh, uh, about my background with Women's University in Africa. It's actually a sister uh, university from the University of Zimbabwe, and it's based um, in Harare. And it was a university that was set up um, to encourage women um, to um, go to school, actually, because they found that a lot of women were not registering, uh, particularly um, in, in, in programs that were primarily dominantly male, particularly business management. And so they set up this university to encourage women um, to, to participate in the education system in Zimbabwe. And, and you certainly have participated in the education system. Uh, you did your MBA from Arhas School of Business and Social Science and also have a BSc in accounting from Montclair State University in New Jersey in, in the USA. Well, I guess you've gone beyond the theoretical and are an entrepreneur yourself and dabbled in that. So you're a woman who seems to wear many hats. How do you reconcile all of that? Or do all of these skills actually pour into each other? Yes, they actually do pour into each other. And, And before I became qualified in all these backgrounds, I must say that I grew up from a family, both parents, they're both entrepreneurs, they're educated, they come from um, middle-class backgrounds, but ultimately in the early years of their lives, they established businesses. And those businesses is what took us to school. And so watching them grow up and also being part of their businesses, learning the day-to-day end of the business is what actually... Um, inspired me now to 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 participate and and go forth, um, you know, and 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 end up, you know, taking a course in accounting and finance to understand deeply and also masters in business administration. And come to think of it, you just reminded me that when I went to to MBA in Denmark, um, it was actually on a scholarship um, from Danida, and that emerged out of working in my mom's management consulting company which she had led me to lead uh, for the 10 months while she was attending on assignment in Afghanistan and Kabul uh, for a UN cooperative initiative. And so as a result of my work, I was, um, I was sent 
to 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 uh, Denmark on a scholarship on an MBA in sustainability, and as a result, um, everything has culminated from there, and just continued. So I'm I'm very encouraged and blessed for the opportunities that I've been able to access and have been presented for me. Your life not only sounds ever so global, but ever so exotic too. You also are an author. You've authored the book In the Sunken Gallery. What does this book focus on? Well, really it's about documenting the experiences of actually running a franchise restaurant in South Africa. And it emerged as a result of, um, you know, our parents investing in a business where we needed to have multiple um, um, income streams coming in. And and so it happened at a time where, you know, my parents were like, listen, Tumble, we know you're focused on what you want to do, but you want to come and run this 200-seater um, restaurant. And interestingly enough, people underestimate the mechanization and the science behind it. But we were often told, and we continue to be told, that by buying a franchise business, you know, everything is done for you, right? You're just buying a matchbox. Everything fits and it would work. No, it was a lot more challenging than that. You had to understand the system. You had to understand the cost drivers of your business. You had to understand the food costs. You had to understand your supply chain and your value chain. And that book really is about sharing um, the experiences as a woman, firstly as a black woman in South Africa, entering the uh, the, the restaurant industry in South Africa, and how... Interestingly enough, how untransformed it is right down to the supply chain and the challenges that you face, not only as a gender, but also as as the color of your skin. So I would encourage people who want to go into franchise, particularly in the restaurant sector in South Africa, to pick up this book. And, 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 And I just share my experiences in terms of making sure you do your due diligence and you, and the credibility of the of the franchise that you you, you know investing in becomes really critical in, in in making sure that you make the right investment the wisdom and experiences that you share in in the sunken gallery uh, pertaining specifically to the restaurant industry and franchising are those transportable do you believe to other industries if one is perhaps not really interested in being a restaurateur, but they are certainly interested in franchising and perhaps even other business enterprises. Would this be a worthwhile read for them? Oh, yes, uh, definitely. I think a lot of the core of the lesson is around compliance, right? Compliance requirements, the high capitalization requirements of investing in such a business continue to emerge in all other sectors, within agriculture, for instance. You know, it doesn't matter what you're growing, but the degree of specialization in terms of either horticulture or animal husbandry, you still need to get um, compliance certificate for that. So it really anchors in terms of the necessary requirements for you to be set up, having strong management information systems for you to be able to analyze the data, um, having good people skills to managing a staff complement, and just really understanding your product offer, offering as well as your clients. So those are skills that will transcend in any business that you, that you um, um, choose to, to embark on. You've taken your background, your experiences, as well as your qualifications, and, and you really seem to be putting them into good use in your current role 
as the Program Manager of Women's Economic and Social Advancement at the Grasha Mashal Trust. What exactly does that role entail? And tell us more about Mam Grasha Mashal's Trust. No, thanks, thanks, Tommy. Um, I wanted to be part of something bigger than my business. And the fantastic thing is that um, the Grasha Mashal Trust is a pan-African non-profit organization that was founded by no other Mrs. Grasha Mashal in 2010. The trust works in Africa um, to ensure women and children are put at the center of Africa's development agenda. As such, there are three program pillars, uh, children's rights, nutrition, and of which WESA, right, um, is, is, is part of. So the strategic goal of WESA is to really build women's movements to drive economic transformation in Africa, because Mama Michelle is very, very passionate about that. WESA's strategy is anchored on women's networks as the drivers of economic development nationally and regionally. And to anchor the strategy, right, the WESA program has three essential pathways. The first pathway is really looking at network strengthening. And when we refer to network strengthening for the viewers, we're really talking about women's business associations, right? Um, Women's networks and knowledge management. This pathway recognizes the role of strengthening women's business networks slash associations or any sector-based organizations and capacity-building interventions around governance, business leadership, program development, and their ability to resource mobilize for themselves in terms of sustainability. It also recognizes the role of these networks to do direct implementation in country and advocate for the rights of women in the areas of financial inclusion, gender parity, trade, preferential procurement, and land rights. In addition, the trust knowledge creation and management for gender equality seeks to improve its own gender result reporting by building on the capacity of its staff to promote gender equality, to promote and mainstream gender equality in policies and programs, and produce better sex disaggregated data and gender statistics. The second pathway where the program also focuses on is our flagship uh, enterprise development um, program called Women Creating Wealth. This pillar involves increasing women's capacity and confidence to drive innovative projects and business. I emphasize confidence because not many enterprise development programs are focused on the confidence aspect of women. They only touch on helping their productive capacity to become more profitable and scalable, but they ignore the aspect of women's confidence in order to drive that, right, so that it's replicable and scalable. It also promotes women's access to markets and increased opportunity to access to finance and productive access and services, leveraging on infrastructure for gender equality, advocating for affirmative action in favor of women and women-owned businesses. The third pathway, um, Tommy, is, 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 is the financial technical assistance support and access to finance and financial services. This pillar involves the role of trust gender lens investment, our for-profit arm to provide technical assistance support to women entrepreneurs seeking financing and identifying partnerships with financial institutions that provide grants, loans, 
any type of equity financing solutions to help women grow from subsistence to youth. So it is against this backdrop that um, WESA currently works with five women networks with 11 country chapter networks across the continent. The networks include women in business, so these are umbrella networks with various sectors, associations that are part of them. You've got women in finance, also known as in new faces, new voices. These are sector-based um, networks driven by women within the financial sector who are running funds or are heading up funds or are working as professionals um, in those funds. Then the agribusiness sector, these are women who are either small-scale farmers or seed-owned um, companies within the agricultural business, as well as women in media networks. This is a network comprising of individual, powerful um, journalists who take the work of the trust and amplify it and change the narrative of how women show up in the development space because we're always being reported as victims but not being as economic advocate change of transformation. And lastly, the Grasha Michelle Illuminati Scholars, which looks at developing women's leadership capabilities to increase their capacity to influence the circles of spheres that they're in so that they advocate um, for women's economic um, advancement. Certainly a comprehensive offering um, that you bring to the party. I, I notice, though, that a large number of the organizations that you work with are women's bodies, like women in business, women in finance. Do you also work with individuals, or does one only become affiliated with WESA through an already existing organization? Oh, yes. No, we work with individuals, and in that we do that at the level of the second pillar, where I talk about uh, the Women Creating Wealth Enterprise Development Program. So through that program, women get to engage with the trust, with their businesses. They come and develop their business canvas. And through that journey, right, of the program, um, they become part of the WESA network and have access to all the other women across the continent um, should they want to do business. So it's also anchored at an individual level. I'd like us, uh, Tambo, to focus on the study on women and financial inclusion uh, that you did in just a moment or so. Please do stay with us. It's exactly 8.41. This is Metro FM Talk in conversation with our thought leader this Thursday. She is Ms. Tambo Ndoro, Program Manager of Women's Economic and Social Advancement, otherwise known as WESA, at the Grasha Michelle Trust. She is our thought leader. She is informative and dynamic. She is a Tambundoro Program Manager of Women's Economic and Social Advancement, otherwise known as WESA, at the Grasha Michelle Trust. Thank you for staying with us, uh, Ms. Ndoro. I'm looking at our time now. It's 8.43, and there is no way that you're going to be able to talk us through the details of this study on women and financial inclusion that you did, which is actually a very important part of our conversation. So if you would, and if I may, invite you to join us next week, and uh, we can continue our conversation, part two. We can treat today as a teaser and as an introduction and go into the details of the study next week, Thursday. Would that suit you? Yes, definitely. I'll be happy with that.
Thank you very much. Very much appreciated. Thank you for joining us this evening for your insight, your time and the inspiration. I do know that uh, any woman who is listening to this would want to be a part of WESA. And the men are probably asking themselves, where are the institutions and where are the platforms that men can take advantage of at this level? Ms. Ndoro, thank you for your time. She will be joining us again next week, Thursday, for our Thought Leader Thursday as we delve into the report that was conducted by the Grasha Mashal Trust on Women and Financial Inclusion. And between now and then, if you'd like to find out more about them, they are the Women's Economic and Social Advancement, WESA, at the Grasa Mashal Trust. And she is Tambundoro, if you would like to Google her. It's exactly 8.45 on a Metro FM talk as we get into a very popular segment. It's all about culture.